Hey guys, we are live. It is thir- or yeah, Thursday, the 25th of October, 2012. This is the Union Leadership Call with yours truly, Jeff Armbruster, Jason Diebold. Say hey, hey. Hey, hey. Christina Richardson, say hey, hey. What's up? This is our call. We have an awesome call tonight. We expect a full house. We are at 97 people right now. Um, I this line to be uh, maxed out. There was a overflow line that was posted on the team page. Call is getting messages from your own team that you can't get on. Make sure you direct them to the event page or the full line. Using, and we are, you well, know, we are at 100 right now, and I'm going to be surprised. Things keep coming in. Maybe they expanded it. That'd be awesome. So guys, we wanted to welcome you all. We uh, have a very special guest. We have, I believe, from Body Beast, who is just a wonderful individual, someone that Jason and I got to know a few weeks ago in Alpena, Michigan, and get to hang with him again here in a couple in Orlando, Florida. So we're going to get to him in just a couple minutes, but before we do that, we definitely wanted to take a minute and ask you guys to make sure you do hit mute on your lines. Please hit mute. Uh, you can always unmute yourself if you have a question, uh, just to keep the noise down. But we wanted to minutes here and go over some rank advancements. Listen, I didn't have anything significant in my team. I'm going to ask anybody on the line from the pipe up right now if you have any rank advancements that you want to share. Yeah, if anybody's got some rank advancements, go ahead and unmute yourself and uh, acknowledge the folks on your team. But if anybody else is on the call, we're still getting some feedback. Heidi Welchel. There's somebody on the call that's got a very hollow sound, like you're outside in a bowling alley or driving in a car. (laughs) Hit mute. If you cannot hit mute, drop the line. It's still there. Hey guys, I had a um, emerald, new emerald on our team here at TLS. We had Mandy Duke. Amanda Duke go to Emerald today. I'm super proud of this girl. She's just come on the scene and uh, really, really making things happen. So a uh, big shout out to Mandy Duke for making our emerald this week. Anything else from TLS, Christina? I have several I'm I'm trying to find. I also have uh, Nicole Seliman for she went Emerald this week, and she is another one that's just one to be watched. So I'm super excited about that. I, I had several new Emeralds this week. I apologize. I I am just now getting online today. So if I'm forgetting you, uh, and just you know, I will make sure you get covered next week and are recognized. I'm I'm just super proud of my team. We're making we're we're doing a lot of amazing things. So. I'm, I'm, uh, it's exciting stuff. Good times. Well, I can think of one pretty significant rank advancement, can't you, Jason? Yeah, um, I didn't have many rank advancements, but you could drop rank But, um, the one that I did show on the team is really significant, one of our major leaders on this call and our team and the company in general, um, you know, one of the top ten in the company just a couple years ago on the France trip, but our very own Christina Richardson just uh, finished her six-week finished her six-week qualification for five star, and that's a really neat and um, very very good rank advancement because 
It gets you the special line to call in and get more help directly from the company. And a special Facebook group where you get to talk to all the executives directly. So I'm going to be more proud and happy to acknowledge and recognize Christina for her major work. And, you know, I, I, because I'm Christina's personally sponsored coach, which I'm super proud of, um, I get to see her whole organization. And, you know, I really, she's really got 10 star around the corner because diamond leaders on it. So congratulations, Christina. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you, you know, you know how much I appreciate you and, and your support and just your guidance and leadership over the last three years. I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do this without you. So, uh, you know, it's about team. It's about uh, following the guidance of those that come before us, which uh, I just, I'm grateful that you're consistent and you're a phenomenal, strong leader for me to walk in your footsteps. Uh, and I, you know, of course, I can't do it without my team. So, yeah, congratulations, thank you, thank you. Christina. You know, I think the world of you, and I've been anxiously waiting for this to happen. I know it's been a big goal of yours, and when I saw that post this morning, it brought the biggest smile to my face. So, welcome to Five Star, and welcome to the wall. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I don't have to tell you what I, uh, how I feel about you. You know, I love you, and I'm grateful for you. So, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's it's uh good to be here you know bet, we just keep, keep growing guys is there any other rank advancements before i give you some specific instructions here on how to mute your lines okay yeah christine humbles us by us saying that we had anything to do with it the truth is you know like she's done all the work herself and the thing about any of these star diamond ranks it's like you can get to diamond pretty much on your own but to go to these star diamond ranks, it means that you're developing more leaders on our team. So as much as that recognition goes to Christina, I mean, the five the five other diamonds on the team that helped her get there, I mean, that's what being Absolutely. a star diamond leader is all about. So congratulations, everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, guys, I'm going to ask everybody to listen up and do this because I'm still getting some background noise. Some of you aren't, aren't, aren't muting your lines. Maybe you don't know how. Okay, but you can do a star six. Star six will mute your lines. Even if you think you're muted, still do it. Six. You can always hit star six to unmute your lines for some questions. Everybody except for Sagi, Jason, and Christina, please hit star six. We're getting a lot of smiling. Away. Um. Guys, I wanted to just take my my minute here and introduce someone that um, I got to know a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago now in Alpena, and he's really had a major impact on not only, you know, my, my fitness as of the last 90 days. Like Christina said, he's been kicking my ass for 90 days, seeing some significant results. But what I didn't expect him to do was have an impact on me, you know, from a personal element-wise, spiritual-wise, my wife and I had an opportunity to sit down with him and Jason and just have a real heart-to-heart -heart talk. I can't tell you how much that's done for not only our relationship, but the relationship with our kids. And it was an incredible night. And, you know, ever since then, I, I just have a hard time looking at Sagi on the video every day. And I realize that's really not him yelling. You know, I got to know the, the real Sagi a little bit, and it's been a, it's been a godsend. And I know, Jason, you probably feel the same way. But, um, Sagi, we're, we're very, very happy to have you on the call. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to you, Jason, before we give it to Sagi. Yeah, um, it's been a great experience getting to know Sagi. Um, 
better. And, you know, I'll go ahead and say it because I think a lot of people might have that impression when you first meet or hear of Tsugi. It's like I saw him on stage at Summit, and I was like, oh, you know, this guy's just going to be a muscle head, you know, with nothing behind it. But the more time that we get to spend with him, like the honor and uh, the treat is really all ours. And when you look to see how big and strong this guy is, that that's uh, – that doesn't even do justice to the size of his heart and his brain. He's just an incredible man. Um, I'm looking here on Wikipedia because I want to make sure that I get everything. Uh, Sagi was born 71 in Tel Aviv. Former two-time Mr. Israel. Um, he was also did a four-year tour in the Israeli army, including uh, Operation in Desert Storm. And uh, after that, Immigrated to the U.S. Still a lot of feedback, guys. So if you can just mute your phones. Uh, Sigi immigrated to the U.S. in 1993 to pursue bodybuilding and modeling, and just done uh, amazing ever since. And so, um, I 1998-99 were some of the final bodybuilding competitions, and he's done so well in the modeling world, with muscle and fitness, and all the other great fitness magazines. So we're more than happy and honored to invite Sagi on the call. So give, give a couple words. Just thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I feel very blessed. Thank you. Especially meeting you all. That was a great experience. Super excited. Well, we were definitely lucky ones to have. You know, we actually got to stay with Sagi when we did uh, the event in Alpena, Michigan. And get to know this guy, like I say, is a real treat and a real treasure. So um, we've got a lot of questions from our team, and I'm more than excited to have some time to answer those. But um, we wanted to learn more about you, and I think in general. So the first question that, that comes off my mind is, you know, everybody looks at you as this big, huge, awesome, great-shaped guy. And I'm just wondering, has it always been like that? You know, were you like this natural bodybuilder, you know, at age 10? Or what did you look like growing up? That's funny. That's funny because you, you were talking about uh, the summit. And, uh, if you guys can hear me. But, uh, you were talking about the summit, and um, before I got uh, I got out on stage, uh, Carl came to me and said, I want you to come out and just look super pumped and just your veins to explode and just be super, super pumped. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then when I, uh, when I came, um, when I came to the stage and, uh, you know, you can't really see there's so many people, probably like five, five, 6,000 people. You see the people that's sitting in the front and what I saw, it was, it was so funny because I've seen all these faces with their jaw dropped. It's like, <laughs> what, the hell, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be a hell of a ride. It's going to be funny, especially especially when uh, Carl and, and uh, the people at the headquarters, they all really know me. So for me to come in out like that, it was, uh, it was uh, really how you're going to portray yourself and what you're going to do with it. It's really, again, up to you, and, and uh, this is really – how everything changed and led me up to today, even to our talk. So, really, I uh, since I was a little boy, 
I was always really skinny. And uh, I was I was telling the story in Alpena about... Uh, Are we good? I think we're good now for a while. Everybody, we just want to remind you, um, it's a huge honor to have Sigi on the call, so if you can just mute your phones, either mute your, uh, press mute on your phone or star six will mute your phones. I was I was telling the story about the Queen of England, and uh, someone in the crowd, someone in the crowd quoted what I said, and uh uh, it wasn't it wasn't something that I was thinking about and what I said for those who weren't there I said that the Queen of England she's not the prettiest she's not the smartest she's not the richest but she always knows uh, since she was a child that she's the Queen of England so no matter where she goes uh, she, when she walks to any room she knows that she's the Queen so Someone wrote me and said, what about the king? I said, yes, the same thing goes for the king. And the same thing goes with me when I was a child and I was very skinny, very thin. My mom always told me how extraordinary I was and how smart I was and how great I was, but I really didn't believe in that. And growing up, taking me to uh, experience every possible sport, every possible class, anything that she just can give me, I um, just didn't believe that I can do it until I walked to the gym. And that was at age uh, almost 16. That's where I found my passion. And uh, when, when that moment happened, everything changes. Everything changed in my life. Uh, so when you say about seeing this guy that is a muscle head or seeing this guy that is a um, big guy, that's something that uh, it was not. It was not on. Uh, I never, I never, I never aimed to build myself on uh, on the outside so much. Uh, it was more on the inside. It just showed on the outside. And then what happened is. As you grow up and you learn that, you know, that can use as a tool um, and being so skinny and get, get picked on, uh, being, uh, always being the dorky guy, the guy that uh, loved to learn, the guy that played the piano. So other kids were making fun of me and uh, having glasses didn't really help. That That was for me saying, you know, here I am, and you have to respect me. And uh, you're making that statement, and you kind of like it. And then really from there, this story began. So where do you want me to take it from there, Jason? <laughs> well, we want to hear everything you can. So if you feel inspired to take off direction, by all means, go ahead and do so. But you bring up a good point there, and it's like, you kind of felt um, not as much confidence and, you know, not the confidence that your mom had in you until you really got to the gym. And so what was it about the gym that, you know, made you feel at home? Was it the people there or mentor or just the confidence-building process that you got by building up your body? Or I'm just really curious as to what, you know, made you feel so good um, when you first encountered 
that environment? Oh, um, I was talk. I was talk. Um, you were saying I'm not the guy that you see in the videos, and I'm really the guy that you see in the videos. Is just that was the mood and that was the mode that I was aiming for. Uh, you can be right at someone's uh, living room and say you can do it and push them and motivate them, or you can talk just like we talked that night and you can speak from your heart. So I, I always look at things as a triangle. The triangle, same thing when you coach someone, the same thing as coaches, uh, the level of intensity that you bring in and how you compound and interact the level of intensity with being right as far as following a process what you believe in and always always share your heart because that's what really matters is, is uh who you are inside and what you look it's not what you look on the outside and for me uh walking to the gym just you get that sense of being powerful uh the mode change my mood change uh I uh, I got inspired just being in that place, and it didn't matter what the gym looked like. It was just the fact that I knew that I found my passion. And that passion led me to uh, my purpose. And when you find your purpose in life, nothing, yeah. nothing will stop you. So that that's really, if you answer your question about... Jim, uh, I beast, and uh, what this all represents to me, to me, it's all about changing the game. Uh, and, and changing the game, just like you said, if you didn't think that I was the guy that well, actually can speak to someone in a different level, I, can, I was the guy that uh, can actually be one way and not the guy that you expected. And that's that's pretty cool for me to hear that. Mm. If it makes sense to you. Well, no, it totally makes sense. It's perfect, very, very true. And I, and I think everybody that listens to the call will get a sense of that. It's really part of what we want to uh, expose to everybody because you are such a great individual. So you said going to the gym really helped you realize the purpose, and you say the purpose is kind of changing the game. Is, is that how you would summarize, you know, what you've come to um, – know as your your purpose now or is there a better way to say it uh you know my, my purpose is to really inspire wholeness and that's what i do on a daily basis when i work with people is is how you inspire someone from a wholeness way you you work with them on their on their mind and you work with them on their heart because you can have your mind right but if you don't have your heart right it would not work. Um, I call it the 18 branches because if you think about it, those 18, 18 inches that separate your mind from your heart, mm. you cut one of the branches off and you are just off in your personal life, your professional life, in the gym, and uh, that's where all the negative talks start happening in your head. So when you get your mind right, and you take all the stuff that really interfere with it, and you get your heart right, uh, that's what really 
inspires someone. That's what uh, motivates someone because you can't tell someone, believe me, that will happen. Uh, or you can't make someone believe in anything, but you can sure give them hope. Because mm. some people just cannot see that. So that was that was really uh, my. I think the story that started with Beachbody is, is so. That could be a book on its own. How everything started and how that led to uh, Body Beast being Body Beast. As I think the first impression of uh, Body Beast was like, ooh, I don't know about that. Oh. That's kind of scary. Oh, I can't do something like that. Yeah, it can definitely be a little intimidating, but now we're seeing folks like Christine do it and saying it's, you know, the one program out of everything that's really helped to change your life. So it's having great results for both men and women. And and I really can relate to the purpose that you mentioned, you know, inspiring wholeness. You've had some great, great success training the clients uh, back in Dallas and Several of your clients are actually the people that are in the videos with you. Um, so can you say anything about, you know, the techniques that you used or, you know, how you've helped to get such amazing results for some of your clients, which has obviously led to um, the success and the opportunities here with Beachbody? Okay, I would love to. Um, the first thing that I... Uh, that I do when I meet someone or when I meet a group or when I work with a person one-on-one is really how to create trust. Uh, it's almost like playing a game. When you play a game, I, I would ask a question, uh, a trust question. Do you trust or you don't trust or you rather not say if you trust or you just not, don't want to say anything. So some, I, I believe by trust, you can ask someone to trust you, you have to earn it. And, and for me, to work with someone is very important first to say, to explain that the reason that we can be and will be successful is, one, because we are a team. Same thing with Team Beachbody. Why is it so successful? Because the power of the the team, the power of uh, leadership, the power of uh, I'll lift you up when you're down and I'll pick you up when you're down and I will do the same thing for you. Uh, Me being very successful with the guys that I work with, I always start with the level of commitment. How committed are you for this process? And what are you willing to do? And a lot of people, they would come and meet with me and would say, oh, my God, I am so pumped. I will do anything. But, I, you know, there's a difference between someone that have a will and someone that is willing. And that's where the quote, whatever it takes, came, came to. Uh, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be a champion, to be a, a victor, and not to be a victim. Because we normally, sometimes we see the opposites and we have all the, uh, the reasons and excuses why we can't and why we shouldn't. And uh, we find our way out of some things, but when you're committed to something, something bigger than you, and when you are um, in a challenge group or you are with a leadership team like what you guys are doing, you, you know that 
what you do right now, what you're doing tonight, or what you're doing tomorrow, it's not just going to affect you. It's going to affect a lot of other people that look up to you and you just you don't even know it. Uh, so talking about motivation, talking about inspiration, you can say one word to someone and you have no idea how much you can impact their life and how much you can change it. Uh, just like you and I, Jason, we talked that night with Jeff, and uh, it wasn't about anything besides just talking, and it turned to something much bigger than that. And uh, this conversation turned to someone else uh, really life-changing how they look at life and how to be a better husband, how to be a better wife, how to be a better parent. And we, we, we a lot of times, so busy of being busy and rushing and going and I gotta be somewhere and I gotta do something and um at work someone pissed me off and someone uh told me and you don't you don't understand but I feel this way and I can't do anything about it. That's the thing that I'm talking about, how you set your mood. Your mood is gonna affect your body, your mood's gonna affect your loved ones, your your mood's gonna affect your success. So, again, it goes back to your mindset, how you, stay, how you get your state right and how you get your heart right. And there's, there's ways to do that. And that's really what's going to make you a successful person or not. Are you willing to play the game and be a participant in it, or are you going to sit on the sidelines and just wait? And how many of us... A lot of times just waiting and waiting and waiting, or we think that it's not going to happen, and uh, we just stop ourselves and uh, just missing missing a lot of opportunities. Hello, yes. I want you to study Sunwork. That's what I want you to do. We just had a new caller jump on, and um, the lines aren't muted, so we're able to hear you. So if you can just mute your line. Uh, while we listen to Ski, that'd be awesome. Thanks, everybody, for your patience. Um, Sagi, wow, I, mean, I have chills because, uh, you know, we asked this guy about how he gets success with his clients, and he goes to such a deep level to talk about trust and commitment and, you know, changing your mood and change your states. And, like, what? I just know that I'm better for every second I get to uh, know this guy and talk to him. And, and that's really what we want to uh, help promote with this called let, let many more people know about uh, what a great individual he was. Um, you've, you've had a lot of uh, trials growing up in life. So, you know, you've definitely had to come over from Tel Aviv. You've been through the military there. Um, I, I know a couple personal stories about you being shot and stabbed. Um, some success, <clears throat> some, the success that you had with bodybuilding, but you know how that didn't start with a lot of success. I'm just sure um, the struggle is leaving home to come to the U.S. So if you can talk just a little bit about the things that you've had to persevere through oh to where you are now, um, I think that would motivate and inspire a lot of other people, showing that it wasn't all um, ro- roses and daisies. Oh, no. Far from that. Far from that. Um, my success didn't come from success. My success came from failure, lots of failures. And it started when I first started bodybuilding and I started competing. 
Can you spell that? Hold on one yeah, second. Folks, folks, we really want to leave the lines open. Star six. Really Everybody, please hit star six. There's a there's a lady talking to her kids right now, and it's 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 loud. Can you please hit star six? Okay, there you go, Jen. So you were just talking about some of the things you persevered through and that your successes have come from failures. Right. I don't know anyone that succeeded without failing. And to be successful, you have to be willing to fail. And that's what happened to me because at age 17, when I did my first competition, I, uh, in a young age, you always, uh, you always think that you know it all and you're the best. And, uh, you can do anything without anyone's help. And that's what happened to me in my first show when I competed. I went and jumped to the biggest show I could compete in, and I invited all my friends and family to the show. And I'm talking about a huge show, the biggest show you can take. And that's where I got really humble. I didn't just didn't win the show. I got my really my ass kicked. And when I got my ass kicked, I realized how much... I didn't know and how much work is still ahead of me. And uh, I can tell you, looking at today, I'm, I'm so happy that that happened because what I realized is that and the choices that I make then really affect me today. And, and that didn't make me to quit. And what I did is I went to the guy that won the whole show and I asked him, what would it take for me to learn from him and for him to help me to learn and to train or do anything to win my next show. And it uh, took me probably three months for me to convince him that I'm serious. And uh, while I was in the military, I will, I will get permission to leave the base to go meet with him, and that would take me three hours to get on the bus or find a ride one way, sit with him for an hour, and then take another ride for another three hours uh, until I won the first show, and it was, uh, that was my first competition as, as far as being Mr. Israel. Um, so that led me to uh, the next show, and then I decided after going to uh, college a couple of years back back in Israel is uh, that I want to pursue my dream and my, uh, I would say, uh, pursue my happiness. But really it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't all happiness. It was pursuing my dream, um, how to be the person that I wanted to be, not what everybody else told me to be. Because none of my family uh, wanted me to be a bodybuilder. They wanted me to be a doctor. And uh, for me, coming here to the U.S., uh, it was a big shock. Uh, first, you don't speak the language. Second, uh, you don't have a permit to work. Uh, you don't know what the Social Security is. Uh, driving is a whole lot different. Um, trying to figure out where you're going to sleep. I bought a $600 Buick, and I just drove around until I saw a, star, a sign saying Orlando, which is for me the next next week trip is uh, really symbolizing or presenting a, uh, I would say, a huge circle. 
Yes. So I saw that sign and uh, I stopped and and uh, I slept in the car. I would say for three and a half months. I ate two nine beans. I uh, would find different gyms and ask for uh, a free pass so I can take a shower. Um, talk to different people so I can uh, just get out. Oh my God. Get a little bit of, of, uh, tips of what to do. And remember, back then there's no internet, and uh, if you got a if you got a, some protein powder, you'd be uh, very happy with that. So living. I think that's one of the reasons I haven't had a can of tuna probably in uh, 13 years because uh, uh, I don't want to look at a can of tuna ever again. Understand. Yeah. understand. Um, it looks like we've added new callers. We want to remind you to hit star six if you just added lines. So we can get out. We've got the guy on the line. He's really given some great information. So if you can just respect that by meeting the line until we open up for questions. Thank you so yep. much. Whoever just joined, I hear a large crowd in the background. Please hit star six. Well, that's such good information, CEO. You nearly brought me to tears for this last part. And, you know, I think kind of to summarize what he's saying, I mean, not to um, over-talk Sagi by any means, but it seems like, you know, failures and these experiences where you you're humble yourself are really just, you know, the test um, to see if you're a strong enough person to, to have the successes. And, uh, you know, we're certainly happy that you persevered through a lot of those trials so that we can experience the greatness that you're really coming into now. So that's that's awesome, awesome stuff. I'm I'm not sure if everybody knows about um your your extensive knowledge with nutrition and I'm looking here online and you know you've got several different degrees. It looks like um degree from the central Florida and it's so neat that we are going back to Orlando so like you can say you can experience that first full circle. But um can you talk a little bit about your qualifications and how you got the uh, job with Beachbody? Because I'm sure they interviewed hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of trainers to uh, develop this, you know, bodybuilding program, really the first of the kind for the company. Yeah, so uh, I study uh, nutrition in, uh, in college. And um, being a bodybuilder, you, you, you have to know so much about your body as far as what your body likes and doesn't like with nutrition uh and as the year ago went by i was doing a lot of personal training and i realized that really what i study in school i have to really change everything it just didn't apply uh because in school it's all about numbers and common sense so i um i decided that to help a lot more people, I have to continue educating myself and not to stay in that box. So I, uh, I study functional medicine. Uh, I'm a clinical nutritionist, which means that I run different testing on hormones and uh, uh, toxins and uh, hair analysis and uh, um, food reactions and all things like that. Uh, I'm a metabolic typing advisor and uh, among other things, I certify people to become nutritionists and I certify people to become trainers under the uh, GI Bill on the um, Professional League of uh, Bodybuilding, which is the IFPB. I'm also a professional bodybuilder. So when, when Beachbody approached me... Alberto, uh, 
You hear me? Yeah, we hear you good. That was, I think it was a one-time. No. 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 Just join. Please hit star six. A lot of background noise. A lot of background noise. Yeah, so you're talking about all these great degrees you have and the fact that, you know, you are a trainer now for nutritional trainers. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, to really help someone, again, we talk about wholeness, you've got you to gotta understand where they're coming from and you've got to meet them where they're at. So it's not always about here's what you need to eat and here's how you need to train and uh, it's going to work. And uh, that's one of the reasons that I went and study and redo everything is because it doesn't really work all the time. Uh, and when I got interviewed for Beach Party, they, they did look at a lot of people. And part of, uh, again, the, the impression that, oh, it's not just a trainer. I think what got them uh, more, the most interested is the fact that they did look at so many trainers and so many uh, celebrities, but the fact that I had so many testimonies with people that succeeded, uh, won shows, and uh, had so many amazing stories, transformations, uh, from someone that weighed 500 pounds to lose 270 pounds to someone that um, uh, was bulimic and anemic to the fact that when actually and won a competition that's not to be afraid of eating, uh, all the stories like that, uh, I think that was uh, probably the most impact. And then the fact that you can see a guy like that, again, a guy like that, um, that can share your story, share other people's stories, and uh, can really be in a, in a level that you don't expect them. I think, I think that's what uh, Carl really liked. And I can tell you that in the beginning, it was uh, extremely hard, the whole process, because uh, you don't know what to expect. And uh, the biggest uh, moment I had was uh, we, were, uh, we were doing uh, rehearsing one day. And I'm talking about, yeah, that's probably almost two and a half years ago. And I had the producer and director and uh, other people in the room, and they were all telling me what to do. And I'm like, shoot, what the hell is going on? Uh, you get confused with too many people telling you what to do. And Carl walked in, took me to the side, and said, Sagi, just be who you are. That's all I need. And that was the shift. That's where mm. everything changed. So that's that's uh that's what I say a great leader is is someone that recognizes your talent, but also understand that all you have to do is just let him run with it, and the rest is history. Well, and we're so glad that Carl made the right decision, and knowing the quality and integrity of this company, I'm sure they wouldn't bring somebody in unless they had um, some of your great qualifications and experience. And um, I think so much of that has to do with your mindset. Well, I think, at least for myself, I want to speak for everybody, 
when you listen to Siggy talk, you can tell the depth of his character and like all the education and, and work that he's done. Um, so maybe, and I want to give time here for questions, but maybe as one of the final questions, can you talk a little bit about things that you've done to, you know, not only enhance your body, but your mind, uh, in terms of personal development or books that you've read and, you know, how you've come to be such an intelligent and caring person. Yeah, I love to. Uh, one thing that um, I can share is that uh, you got to have a vision. you got to know what you want. And a simple question, what do you want, you will see a lot of people struggle with. Uh, nine out of ten, what the first thing will tell you is, I want to be happy. Uh, and then ten minutes later, if you keep asking the same question, you're going to get a whole lot of different answers. Um so I have a rule with myself is, is how every day, how I'm going to win the day. And for me, winning the day has to start again with my state of mind and how do I set my heart and my spiritual well-being just to be the best person I can be that day. And that day has to start with I think that how, do I talk, how do I talk to myself? How do I avoid... Uh, trash talking and who are the people I'm going to be around, who are the people that I'm going to surround myself, how I'm going to conquer fear. I always say that I'm going to, uh, today I'm going to go to Courage Gym. I call it Courage Gym because uh, the things that I'm afraid the most are the things that I need to do the most. Uh, the things that I think I can, those are the things that I must do. Uh, the things that I'm not good at, those are the things that I need to start in doing. Um, so if I set if I set a goal, it doesn't have to be a huge goal. You know, I, when I talk about winning the day, I, I would say how I'm going to win a meal today, how I'm going to win my workout, how I'm actually today going to make a difference in someone else's life. And uh, a lot of times in the past, I um, the wording and language that I use didn't work for me and and that's what I teach and I, I, I would say preach is if you want if you want love give it if if uh, if you want to be better then work on yourself to be better yeah everything has to do with the choices that you make and uh, I always ask yourself you know what I need today, what I need today to set the mode, and if it's uh, writing, if it's praying, if it's music, is if it's uh, put the DVD and do the workout, you do whatever it takes to again win the day. Hope it makes sense, because uh, when you protect your mindset, you protect your energy. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be the person that everybody wants to be around and everybody wants to uh, to listen to, you. and, uh, and uh, that's what's gonna make the difference between winning or losing. Uh, being being a better person and 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 how you serve a bigger purpose than just just you is uh, when you make things about you. You find yourself alone. 
And if you find yourself alone, any success that you have don't really matter because if you can't share it with anyone, what's the point? You know, you can drive the nicest car, you can have the bigger house, uh, the most money, but if you don't have the people that you love to share with or to give, then uh, you will get bored very, very fast. I mean, you'll find yourself lonely at the top, and uh, being at the top lonely, I don't think no one likes that. And you can see, you can see it on TV every day, you know? So, what was the last part of the question? <laughs> I got carried um, away with that. No, no, no. It's all great stuff. And like we said, if you get inspired to go off in any direction, uh, we totally appreciate because it it's all great, great knowledge. Um, goodness, I, I could talk for hours with you. Um, and, like, I truly feel that uh, we've developed a connection that I'm so happy is, um, has happened. And we look forward to some more events that we're going to do together. Um, and the time that, you know, Jeff and I got to spend with you, um, and LP and Pina is just really, really valuable to me. Um, I, I remember a few years ago I had my after body that I had chosen um, that I wanted to look like, you know, after the my, my fitness programs were done. And, and it was a picture of this guy, and I never knew who it was. But after Beachbody had taken on Sagi, I went back, and I'm like, he looks familiar. And I, sure enough, like the after picture that I wanted to be is the trainer that we're current, currently lucky enough to work with. So I think everybody – can see now that he's got a great body that you might want to look at what like after your program but now hopefully you can see that, that his mind and his heart really matches the, the way he looks on the outside so as much as I'd like to talk to you by myself for hours and hours and hours um, I think we should try to open up the call and I know Jeff's got some questions that he wants to ask and um, let some other people ask some questions I don't want to monopolize this time but thank you so much for everything you've shared uh, it's just a wealth of knowledge Jeff? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, great stuff. Um, and I got a feeling we're going to get some more great answers here, too. Um, Sagi, Teresa asked a question on our, on our event page. You know, with, with coaching and most of the people on the line obviously being coaches here, and, you know, part of our job is so much involved in inspiring people to make that decision and commitment to get healthy. You know, you must encounter that quite a bit with your personal training. You know, what, what advice would you give to the coaches on the line um, for people that they may be struggling with to get them on the, the right track to own health? I mean, what would be that little extra push to help them make that decision? And what would you do in that situation with some of the people that you may encounter? Well, you know, first, I would say that for someone else to uh, make the decision, you always, again, you have to meet them where they are. And for you to actually even talk to them about it, you have to live it yourself. Uh, you have to live by example. And you can't fix someone and you can't save someone. All you can do really to make them believe, again, that belief become hope is uh, sharing your story sharing your uh, personal experience and uh, sharing the things that you struggle with, share the things that you, your friends struggle with and share the things that your friends and yourself get successful with. Because uh, no one likes to hear the things that they do wrong and 
blaming other things about why they can't or you should do this or you should do that. But what they like is, is to get inspired. What they like is to get pushed up. What they like is to get that hope that, you know, if I work really hard, this person, I believe that they will really help me because they sound sincere. They sound like they care. And they've done the work. Because when you do the work, you don't really have to say a whole lot. I can see in yourself. And uh, that's, that's a huge point. So for me to convince someone, you need to buy this program and body this work. And body this will put on you this much uh, muscle. Body this will change your life. I don't have to convince you. I can tell you that it will. Because why? Because I'm not. So the same thing with any coach. You know that Beachbody is one of a kind. You know that there's nothing like it out there. You know it. I don't have to convince you because I'm telling you that it changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can sure change yours. And that's where it starts. And that's where it starts also, you know. So, that's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. Um one of our leaders on the call, Jay Jorgensen, wanted to ask a question. Jay, are you out there? Yeah, can you guys hear me okay? Sound good, buddy. Go ahead. Awesome. Oh, um, so, Gee, thank you so much, first and foremost. I, I, I think it's a major awesome coincidence that today I just happened to take my Day 90 pictures for my Body Beast transformation, and I have never felt or looked better in my entire life. And I, and I actually threw those pictures up on your page. So I really just want to first and foremost thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me a new venture into health and fitness. And I had fun with your program. So again, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, my question for you is now that I'm finished with um, Body Beast, what, how long do you recommend that I take off to give uh, my muscles, my mind, my body, uh, a break. How, how long would you recommend? Okay, so first I've got to tell you, I don't believe in coincidence. There are no coincidences. So our talking tonight is it, it, it meant to be. So I want to congratulate you on finishing the program, and uh, I'm super, super happy about your change. That's, that's awesome. As far as uh, taking a break, everybody's different. You know, again, what is your uh, state of mind? Do you feel that you need three days, four days? Uh, do you feel that you need to uh, readjust some things? I, I, I will tell you that taking uh, four or five days off and just focus on what's your next goals, how, what you want to achieve in the, in the second round. Uh, what you can do better? Is it the nutrition? Is it the time of your training? Did you do everything that you possibly could or something was in your way? Um, give your body a break. Did you take care of your body? Did you uh, uh, spend time getting even a massage once every few weeks, uh, getting adjustment, um, taking time for yourself? So, I will focus on not just healing the body, but I will focus on about healing everything around it. And when you do the second round, you're going to be 
stronger. You're going to be more powerful. You're going to be, you're going to get any results that you want because, one, you already understand the program. You know what it's all about. Second, you learn about your body and you learn about how much eating is so crucial and how much eating is really so important about building the body and the whole process of recovery is huge. Uh, that's one thing that I want to make a point. That's why in the book I wrote, The Rule of 23-1, is, is not just what you do in that hour when you train, is what you do outside that. That 23 hours that you when you eat, you take the supplements, is when you take your sumo, when you take your recovery drink, when you drink your shake, uh, psychology, um, your creatine, anything around it, your sleep, hydration is huge. Um, so that's equal to, again, same thing. If you need four days, you feel that to get your mind right. If you need another day to get your heart right, like I said, then get another day. Uh, seven days, I think, is plenty. Uh, you know, after seven days, you're probably going to start getting antsy. Okay, it's time to go. But uh, well, what I would say is, is on those days that you decide, if, again, three, four, five days, write everything down. Sit down, sit down for five, ten minutes a day and set, set new goals and um, have a new vision of what the next 90 days is going to look like. And all you have to do after that is just follow the training, follow the videos and follow the book and that's that's going to be equal to a new you i promise you that i've seen it many many times that answer thank you thank yes thank you so much i i that answered my question clearly uh i like the three four days to mentally and spiritually um, look within and evaluate and set some new goals. And so I really appreciate it. And once again, thank you so much for giving me a wonderful program to work out to and to help uh, get others on. So thank you so much, Sagi. Oh, you're welcome. Christina, are you there? Um, yeah, I am. And, uh, you know, to be honest, after listening to him talk, I got nothing. I mean, I, you know, I came to the table with some, some pretty serious uh, nutrition and fitness stuff, and um, it's totally irrelevant at this point. I'm just I'm Christina, really taken back Christina. by the heart of the man. Oh, Christina, thank you, but I've got to tell you something. Don't underestimate yourself because the question that you have, you never know how that's going to affect someone else. Because I'm sure there's someone else on the line that probably have the same question and you just don't know how that can, what you think that it's not relative, relevant to the conversation or you get the answer. Actually, that person that is waiting, that could be something that can be so profound and can change your life. That's what I learned from my experience. So if you have even a small, tiny question, it could be something huge for someone else. I, okay, so here's here's my uh, here's my body beast question. I just I I'm so floored by you as a person that I, you know that that stuff is, I it's exactly what Jeff and Jason told me to expect. Like the man is is so incredible that the nutrition and stuff is kind of second second fiddle to that. As a woman, my intent with body beast is to um, be one of your strongest 
before and after transformation stories. Um, I came into this with everybody saying this isn't a program for women. This isn't something you should mess with. It's going to make you big and bulky and, you know, it, stay away from it, all those things. And I, I am fully intend on showing people another uh, perspective with, you know, with this, with what you've designed. I love the program. It's, I love resistance training. So it's a, it's a great fit for me. Um, I'm in phase three and I'm, I've literally gone up two jean sizes because my legs are finally, at 35 years old, my legs are finally changing to where I have muscle in my, in my legs for the first time in my life. And so my question is to you, do I need to increase my cardio to make sure that I can, now that I've got that muscle under there, how do I get it to, how do I get that layer off of it? To, do I need to tweak my macronutrients or tweak my cardio, or what would you suggest there for women? Okay. So, you know, this is going to be a little bit more of a technical answer, if you don't mind. Uh, men and women, for me, will be the same answer. Again, uh, if someone asks me why there's not much abs in the beast, because I have the same answer abs made in the kitchen. So at age 35, you add this muscle, and we always in the mentality that I got to train more, I got to do more cardio, and I got to eat less calories to get lean, right? So really, it's not about that. It's about how you manage stress, how you get your rest, how you adjust the foods that your body welcome or your body reject, how you are adjusting the times that you're taking your supplements and uh, how you balance your hormones as far as uh, the time of the month or really how you are controlling your stress that affecting that. So if you're in a state of uh, fight and flight during all day long, so you're raising cortisol and that will affect how much water you're retaining or how much fat you're containing. If you can control that, you're going to see all the changes in the world again Anything that you can lower inflammation, anything that you can lower toxins, your body will absorb nutrients and will know what to do with it. Uh, increasing cardio, again, if you're in phase three, there's more cardio. Uh, uh, just doing more cardio, again, you're telling your body, here's more stress and here's less calories, so that's why you need to get to that point. And then you find yourself a few months later, is I'm doing the same thing, but I'm actually now I can't stop gaining weight or I can lose this weight and I'm actually eating less. So um, the whole mentality to do more and eat less, it's actually in the long run is very unhealthy. And that's why, you know, in the book, the book of beasts, when you see the days of training, the days of cardio, the nutrition, the way to adjust it, everything, I sat on it for days and nights to figure out how I'm going to make it to a point that everybody's going to get amazing results and going to continue getting amazing results and not just, here's my 90 days, and now, oh, my God, what do I do because I can't get back to where I want to be or I can't get the same results that I was expected or I'm expecting. So, you know, for me, it's not about proving to anyone else. It's about proving myself that 
I'm doing whatever it takes to be my best. And my best can always change of setting new goals. You got bigger genes? You know, I, I told Jason one night, if you take your expectations to appreciation, your whole world will just change. Everything around it will change. Your persona about things will change, and then how people is going to look at you is going to change. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, yes, it's very helpful, and I, I appreciate you taking the time, and I appreciate you being here tonight. I, I, it's amazing to look at your program and and see, you know, what they've put on film and then to, to meet the man behind that. It's um, quite different from what I expected and uh, a pleasant surprise to say the least. I'm, I, you know, <laughs> again, I'm, I'm kind of in shock and, and, and speechless with, with just meeting the, the real Sagi. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. But you know, I, I think I've done a lot of hard things. Uh, like being in Desert Storm was extremely hard. Sleeping in my car uh, it was extremely hard. Being away from my family, extremely hard. Shooting body beasts was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Uh, and, and one thing that got me to shoot three videos a day, and uh, the guys were changing, and uh, we, we were shooting three workouts, and you get to a point where like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. At a point you want to cry. But I'll tell you what is the excitement and just being and uh, doing what you love and you know that if you stop or you quit, again, you are stopping someone else from being better. You're stopping someone else from changing their lives. And when you understand that it's not just about you, it's about something bigger than you, then then you go into a whole new level, a completely different level. And and that's what aspiring is all about, is is not being selfish. When it gets super hard and I tell you, I gotta tell you, Christina, it was freaking hard. Super hard. Um lots of lots of meditation, lots of uh, uh self doubts of soreness and uh Praying, and you you have to find and create how you move forward. And uh, I don't think I shared that before, but you get to a point that you get up in the morning and you just cannot move. You just you're like, oh my God, how am I gonna make it to today? Because I have to shoot all this stuff. And uh, once once you start doing it, and uh, I, you get to that zone, the zone of just being a beast, you know, and being a beast is not just lifting tons of weight or looking like that. Being a beast is, is uh, when it gets hard, you do whatever it takes. Being a beast is uh, when when uh, the guys next to you can't even finish the workout because someone was cramping or, or you keep shooting the same thing over again. That's where your leadership showing off and you're saying, you know, you guys, I'm with you. I want to push you. And the same thing, you, you know that the person behind, the, behind um, the person that at home or the person that is watching 
they are struggling at the same time too. So if that's that's really being same thing being a coach is uh it's not always uh roses and it's not always pretty, but you know that there's something bigger and better out there. But all you have to do is just do the work and it's gonna pay off. And um that's why your your question was so great. Thank you, Sandy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jason, what do you think? You think we should um wrap things up, open up a couple of questions? I got one thing I want to close with. Sagi stole a little bit of my thunder here, but I'm still gonna ask him anyways. Um, it's it's really up to Sagi. I mean, you're you're the rare commodity here. I think every um, most of the other people on the phone would stay here all night, but we know that uh, we want to respect your time. There were a couple of questions online. Somebody asked, they have a 15-year-old son who wants to try out the beast. Is there anything different that he should do because of the age? Oh, I I wish, I can say I wish I had the body beast when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I, I, I tell you why, uh, at age 15, it's it's hard to find someone that will teach you the basics, someone that will teach you how to do the right form and how to get the counts right and um, how to stay safe and really how to enjoy it, not because you have to, because it's really fun. So when you have someone that teach you that, then you're going to stay safe and you're going to get much faster results. And again, um, their confidence is going to go up. Uh, their body is going to change. They are uh, going to be better in school, and they're going to be able to share that with a lot more people. So I think it's amazing if a 15-year-old kid would do that. Just just from the level of confidence, that's going to be huge. Yep. Right, and I think that's what you're talking about so much is, like, you're using bodybuilding here with Beast to um, instill the confidence-building process, you know, and it could be bodybuilding, it could be, you know, weightlifting, it could be reading, it could be, you know, anything. Driving a car can instill confidence, and if we can pe- teach people the confidence-building process, then they can go out and accomplish anything they want in their life. So, so good that you touch upon that. Especially with their coaches. Well, you know, think about the words, I am, I am confident, I am strong, I am um, I am beautiful, courageous, you know, and how many people would say, and say, I am fearful, I am doubtful, I'm not sure if I can do that, and, and that's what body base is about, is those things that you can say, walk to a room, and you have the confidence to Introduce yourself, regardless where you are, and say, "I am, I am the beast. <laughs> I am, I am strong. I am confident, and I can shake your hand and look you in the eyes. And I am very proud of who I am. You know, that's powerful right there. I know one thing for me, Sigi, that I've learned in is kind of going along, I'm not going to hold the question until later because it really is, is relevant right now, is 
Body Beast to me meant one thing when I first started the program, and I'm sure it meant one thing to Jason and Christina too, and anybody on the call. But after you know listening to you right now and doing the program, I realized that Body Beast now to me means something totally different. It it means not just obviously looking good in a shirt or whatever. You know, it's more than physical. Being a beast is emotional. It's spiritual. It's being a beast in whatever you want to be in, you know, succeeding in life. And that's that's what body beast means to me now is that it's it's not it's not just physical. There's so many things that go into beast. So I guess my question is what does what does body beast mean to you? I mean, what do you hope that everybody that completes your program comes out of it with? I mean, obviously you hope for more, you hope for physical transformations, but obviously your intent is more. What does beast mean to you? Um, beast, beast means to me is change. So the physical change will happen regardless, no matter what, uh, because the program works. Uh, but the change, the change will happen from the outside, but the change will, will start happening really from the inside. And the more you are doing it, the healthier you're going to get spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Because that's where balance starts happening. So when, when you get to the point that you get stuck and the workout's hard and like, okay, do I press pause or I keep going? Do I go up with the weight or I'm going to say never mind? Um, there's something about it that is going to start seeing change, and change is in the attitude. Attitude is everything. And when you start seeing that change, the people around you is going to change. Your performance is going to change. Your relationships going to change. You're going to have stronger faith and just believing in yourself, that would be the biggest change. How great would that feel? So my question is always, what if you can be like that? What if, if things can be like this? And uh, Body Beast can do all that for you. It did it for me. I love it. I love it. I love the whole I am concept from it. That's one of the things that I took the most, Sagi, is I am. I am. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I am lovable. I am courageous. I am honest. I am worthy. Uh, those are powerful words. When you say that every day, those words, again, that's when change happens. Right. I just wanted to add that's right. You know, Henry Ford says, whether you believe that you can or you can't, you're definitely going to be right. So giving yourself the right concepts to live up to, you know, it just it manifests itself. Yeah, those uh, self-talks, uh, it's the language that you use, how you talk to yourself is the language that's going to create change and a positive change. For sure. For sure. 
Well, how are we doing on time? Can we open up for some calls? Uh, do you have any time left, Sigi? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, let's try to open this up and organize a matter, guys. Um, we are going to attempt to let you guys ask a few questions. Um, let's 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 give this a whirl, Jason. Guys, are there any uh, any questions out there that you want to unmute your lines and, and ask uh, Sagi? Everyone's trying to figure out how to unmute their lines right now, Sagi. Okay. All right, someone's got one. Go ahead. Or Sagi? Yeah. I just I have been doing less than pump and insanity. I in fact it's my second can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't get your name. My, uh Fran. Okay. I started less than pump and insanity, second second to third round. And I've got about two months left. I Sagi <laughs> made a comment about coincidence. Uh, whether it's a coincidence or not, but my body beast came in the mail a few days. I have a whole new, totally look, a whole new positive look at doing it. I cannot wait to start. <laughs> and, and a completely different positive outlook on starting it. Wow. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh. So can I ask you a question? Sure. Why? What was it that you had different outlook? Just all the different positive things that you said, the spiritual uh, attitude that will make it a change. It's not just about changing your body. It's about changing mind, body, and soul. And that's a whole whole different attitude, a whole different outlook on, on, on it all. And Christina's question was right on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Absolutely. Any other questions, comments? That's a great great way to start off, guys. Anything for Sagi? Jeff, we have a – I've accumulated the, the – I don't know. Are you online? Because I've accumulated the online questions into one central thread. Are you on the – see if I can find it. If you want to bump it up, there's about – We've gotten literally, Sagi, about 150 comments on the page since we started. Hang on, and I'll find it. Most of them are... Okay, here we go. Um, Yeah, I'll bump it for you. While she's bumping that up, is there anybody on the line that's got a specific question? We have kind of a shy group, Sagi. Which you should know there's about 160 people on the line. Um, what's this question from Mike Mike Bell? Um, he's entering Beast in a few days. What would what he wants to know is although he already has incredible gains so far from being fat from bulk phase, is it possible to eat more and do a split day so he can grow faster? Um, he's doing another round. So I guess he's, what he's asking is, is it possible to do more do a split day? I'm not sure. Is he asking sure. to do two workouts a day? I, I think that's what he's asking. Is, uh, doing two workouts really uh, grow better? Would it grow faster? 
Yeah, that's my interpretation. If if he just eats more and he do two workouts, so he'll experience even faster growth. Would you recommend something like that? Yeah. So my my answer to him is. Um, I'm hearing myself twice. I'm not sure why. I think we might have somebody standing next to their speaker. You guys are doing that. Or hit mute. That'd be awesome. All right, give it a try again. See if it's off now. There we go. The, the, the purpose of Body Beast is, is about gaining muscle. And I would say if you don't trust the process or the program, it won't work. And that's why there's only one workout a day. And, again, what you do after the workout is what's going to create the change. So my advice to him is to train as hard as you can and to do everything that you want to accomplish in that workout and have no regrets when you're done. You won't need to do another workout because actually what you're going to do, you're going to defeat the purpose. You're not going to get bigger. You're actually going to get softer. You're going to get smaller. And your body won't be able to handle the amount of stress and tension. So you're actually defeating the purpose. You're not gaining purpose. Aren't you, aren't you more prone to injury too, Sagi? No, absolutely, yeah. Because, again, your body is not recovering. Uh, you cannot absorb. Uh, even if you eat double, it doesn't mean your body actually absorbs it. And uh, you're putting so much stress on your muscles that, uh, again, your joints, your tendons, your ligaments cannot handle the amount of stress. Again, your gains are happening when you recover. So if you don't get the right recovery, you won't get the right gains. Yeah, you've developed basically a great program. Um, it works as it is, so we don't really need to modify it up a bit. Um, we've got a b bunch of other great leaders on the call, too, that Jeff has invited some of the folks from um, Alpina. So, Mindy, if you're on the line, did you have a question you wanted to ask, Mindy? Or Trina Gray's organization. Anybody from, from them? All right, she might have it mute. Anybody else? Um, still some more questions? We've got him for a few more minutes. Uh, I have um, a question. Oh, question. Go ahead. Um, so to elaborate on what Sagi was saying a minute ago, if somebody has a significant amount of weight to lose, like let's say 40 or 50 pounds, would you suggest doing that first and then trying the beast, or could you do the beast along with a cardio program, or is the beast enough? Well, in, in the beast, there's a huge beast and there's a lean beast, right? So if you're not familiar with the program, again, um, think about it like that. If you have a, a car that is a, it's got a V8 engine or a V12, that means your body is going to need a lot more fuel, right? So when you do the body beast, you're becoming a, fat-burning machine and not a food-burning machine. 
is when you're actually lifting weights and when you're training, your body is burning calories for the next 36 to 48 hours. When you just do cardio, your body is burning only for the next three to six hours. So there's a lot more benefits of the lifting weights, especially for a woman, because what it does, it raises uh, the balance with your estrogen and progesterone, also prevents you from getting osteopenia or osteoporosis, uh, prevents your bones from calcium deficiency, and uh, enhance your mood for a longer period of time. So you will lose the weight the right way, and it's not about dropping uh, 20, 30 pounds in one month because that actually is in the long run is going to be unbeneficial for you and unhealthy. Uh, the question after that would be how do you keep it? And then, again, when you do things the right way the first time, you don't have to do them the second time. Uh, I call it why to have plan B if you get plan A right. So with body boost, again, you're going to get toned, you're going to get sculpted, you're going to be reshaped, your waist going to get smaller, and your shoulders going to look wider, so your pants and everything with your glutes and your thighs is going to get much stronger and, 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 I would say, sculpted to a point that your body is just going to be anywhere you, when you sleep, you're going to burn a lot more calories. When you rest, your body's going to burn a lot more calories. So really, that... 45 minutes to an hour that you spend lifting doing the program, it's working for you for the next 36, 72 hours. That's a, that's a huge beneficial right there. So, Guy, I got a question for you. Um, Please. One of my coaches, Steve, is on the line, and I, he's been doing body beats right along with me. Um, Steve, I'm going to ask you to unmute your line because I see your question here posted, and I want to give you the opportunity to ask live. Um, I mean, after all, you're going to get to meet Sagi next week here in Orlando. So, Steve, ask your question, buddy. Hey, how's it going, Sagi? Can you hear me? Hey, Steve. Hey, yeah, uh, How are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. Just like everyone else is saying, we greatly appreciate your time. Um, I posted a question on... Uh, on the group, and I've been doing beasts just just along with Jeff. I started the same day as Jeff, and uh, I just finished up P90X. I lost about 60 pounds and jumped into beasts. I'm running right around the same weight that I started uh, beast on. So I started around 174, and I'm about 177 now. I'm noticing a lot of, like, muscle gains, but the actual, like, scale. I know you're not really supposed to follow the scale, but... Um, I was kind of hoping that I'd be bigger at this point. I am doing the huge beast system. Um, I'm following the, the guide to a T, basically. Uh, I'm taking all four supplements. Um, the only time I skipped any workouts, I was out in the hospital with a kidney stone. So uh, that's the only time I missed anything. But do you have any suggestions about, you have any suggestions about why I'm possibly not seeing the huge gains that I was expecting? Okay. Uh, let me ask you something else. What What is the gift that you got? I'm sorry. What was, what was the what? I say, what is the gift that you got from doing the program? Uh, I I didn't mean to ask you uh, to answer your question with a question, but here's <laughs> what I do with a lot of people: is uh, again, your expectations to. Uh, 
if you look at the website, it said you can gain up to 20 pounds of lean muscle. And uh, you said that you gained three pounds. But did you lose body fat as you gained these three pounds? Are you looking at any difference? Is your confidence is bigger? Uh, did you learn how to lift weights in a different way? What did you learn about your day when you're lifting the weights? What did you learn about, you know, I didn't think I can lift that much, or I didn't think I can actually finish this workout, but I did. So if you focus in on the three numbers, I'm saying... Definitely everything everything you said is, is definitely true, you know, you don't get... You do focus on the numbers, and you kind of sit back, and you're like, wow, you know, I am learning how to lift properly. I am seeing uh, my waist is shrinking, my upper body is, like, I'm seeing gains in my back. Uh, I guess my biggest hang-up was the scale, and you're right. I shouldn't, I should really be more focused on what I'm actually getting out of it instead of what I'm, what I have in mind that I haven't reached quite yet. So maybe I'm just impatient. <laughs> I think we might have lost Sagi. Yeah, it sounds like we might have been. Um, but what he's saying is really good there. You know, focus on what you are gaining. I think one of the problems with uh, the social media world that we live in is that we compare our realities to other people's, you know, exceptions. You know, Jay's a great example here. He just posted his best pictures from, you know, 90 Days of Body Beast. And if I'm to compare my everydays with the best pictures that he can come up with in 90 days, it's going to be hard to do, you know. So um, we all gain something out of this. And I think when anybody asks, you know, if you want better results from any of these problems, they're going to point you towards nutrition. Uh, Sagi has got such, such great nutrition knowledge and history. He basically wrote that whole book in Body Beast. It wasn't done by somebody else. It was done by him. So focus on nutrition and, yeah, be thankful for what you got, and we can always do another round. Yeah. I'm back, guys. Hey, okay, no, no worries. Problem. We, took, we kind of we... answered the question for you, I think. Yeah, we took over for you, Siggy. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> John. Steve, did that, uh, did that help you, buddy? Yeah, that, that definitely helped. Uh, everything, like, I, like I was telling them before, you, I guess you got knocked off, Siggy. Uh, everything you answered was you know, trying to look at it more in a, in a bigger picture than concentrating on the scale and I've definitely, I've definitely learned a lot more, and I've learned a lot more about myself since starting the program. So, um, I guess I just need to stop being impatient, and uh, I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to not only speak with you, but putting this program in our hands. So, thank you. You're welcome. Just, just think about how many more gifts and how much more knowledge you have to share with other people. No. Yep. So, definitely. Steve's up. Steve's an amazing story already, Sagi. He was somebody who came to me as a, you know, a customer first. And what is your weight loss total, Steve? Um, pounds? Before I started, before I started these, it was 60 pounds. So, you know, so and his before and afters are are nowhere near what you used to be, Steve. So I I strongly strongly agree with what Jason said. Well, while Sagi had dropped there and. You didn't get to hear this part, but I think it's so true. It's so prevalent now that we, because of Facebook and everything else and, and so YouTube, we compare our results with with other people so much that if we're not seeing the exact same results, we tend to feel like something's not working when it's totally not true. I mean, if you look at your own self, Steve, and look at where you came from and put that very first 
picture up that you had sent to me, and we talked way back, about it, coming up on a year ago now when we started talking, and compared to where you're at right now, it's going to bring a big smile to your face. Definitely. You know. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I I remember you you telling me before we got started, you were going out for one one final. I don't know what you call it, some giant-ass burger you were going out for or something in Orlando. And I remember thinking to myself that he's not going to do that anymore When about a year from now. He's not going to have that type of mentality. And just to know where you've been in a year is incredible, and that's the extra glimpse I have of you. So don't compare yourself to other other people. Just compare yourself to where you came from. Uh, thank, you. thank you again, Jeff. I really, I really appreciate that. Sounds great. Is there any, we're going on about an hour and a half here, and I know uh, Siggy's time is very valuable. Yep. Uh, is there any last questions that are coming up? Um, yes, I have one more question. Can anybody hear me? Yep. What's your name? What's your question? Yes, my name is Ovidio. Um, I've been doing Body Beast for almost a month. I have one more week left of the Beast. And um, I've been having questions from my customers as well. Um, with supplements, like the creatine, for example, is it okay to, when doing the beast, to cycle off with the creatine, or just, uh, or keep taking it while doing the beast? Um, you say cycle off. You mean when uh, you stop the program, or cycle off as you're doing the beast? Well, well, also because um. My friend also, she's doing body beats as well, but she's uh wanted to know if um if after she finished the beat she wants to do another round, but she wants to cycle off her creatine intake instead of taking it the next month, she would take it the month after. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't make sense if I if I if anything she can stop a few days and then come back because cycling off creatine, your body makes creatine. That's part of your energy cycle. So uh, it helps you to regulate uh, sugar, insulin, help you regulate glucose, and it helps you uh, with the whole energy cycle. So taking taking few those few days off when you finish the program that makes sense, but cycling back and forth does not make sense. It doesn't work like that. It has to build it has to build up in your system and. Uh, your body will filter it, and your body will absorb whatever your body needs. Uh, just because in uh, five scoops, so you're taking one scoops, your body will again take whatever your body needs, and will know what to do with it. So okay. again, okay, you, you, uh, you don't want to cycle that, and you don't want to uh, load on it. That's uh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, as far as science, and uh, it was, it's probably a lot of it is uh, something that someone's read or someone trying to sell more. Uh, but don't believe everything you read. Okay. Thank Great you, question. Jason, I think yeah. you hit it on the head. I think we should probably wrap things up here. Um, let Sigi get back to the rest of his evening. For um, sure. We got one more question again. Another leader, Mindy Wendell, right. is on the call. Uh, several Star Diamonds. So if you can, uh, if Mindy, you're on. Oh, Mindy's here. Mindy, you there? Yes, yeah, she said she was ready. <laughs> She's talking to mute. 
probably might have to do star six to unmute yourself. Or Mindy, post your question and we can ask it. Yeah, that'd be fine. Just write it to me and I'll ask it. Um, gosh, it's such a pleasure to have you on the line and, uh, like anything that we can do to help promote you is awesome. Um, for me, every a lot of people ask a lot about my success and everything. And a lot of it came when I first met Tony Horton at an event in New York. And it was one of these things where I didn't think I had the money to go to and the time to take off and do it. When I went there and I saw the other fitness people and I met with Tony, like it was such an inspiration. And, you know, everybody on this call um, that's listening to a live or recording has those opportunities with Sagi. And I, I think you can see like the integrity of the man, his knowledge and the experience and just get spend some time with him and do a live workout with him will mean a lot for you and your business. So it's like get out there to Orlando and see where he started in this country, you know, living out of his car for three and a half months. So he was living out of the car, you know, you can take a plane trip to get down there and, uh, you know, if it's not Orlando, keep an eye online for the next talks and events that he has too. But uh, just an amazing opportunity to meet this man, and I think you'll be better for every minute you get to uh, spend with him. Absolutely. Guys, if you're in anywhere near Orlando, four or five-hour drive or a couple-hour flight, it is going to be well worth your time to try to get out there. Last I looked, there was still approximately, uh, you know, about 100 available slots. So I would highly recommend trying to get out there and, and work out with him, meet him, get to hear him speak live, and um, it's it's definitely going to be worth your trip, and it'll it'll help your business. Do we have the dates for that for that trip, guys? November third, Saturday, November third in Orlando. If you uh, if you're part of me or Jason or Christina's team, um, post in the team page, and we'll put the event up. If you're not part of it, you can feel free to message one of us and we'll send you the information. But it's Saturday, November 3rd. I'm trying to pull it up while we're talking here. Bear with me one second. Um, Here we go. It is Saturday, November 3rd. It is at, uh, let's see where it's at here. It's going to be at the Rosen Plaza, 9700 International Drive, Orlando, Florida. Event is from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's a combination um, leadership training with Jeremy Red, Denise Needham, and Sagi will be there, and uh, he's going to put us through a towel workout, which <laughs> was easily one of the toughest workouts I, that I know that I've done in a group setting before. Um, Sagi, I was totally trashed after that workout. So it's it's definitely going to challenge you, especially the beast crawl. You planning to do that again, Sagi? Oh, don't don't tell him about the beast crawl yet. No, no. <laughs> so, any uh, any any opportunity you get to get out there, I definitely would do that. Well, you're winning over a lot of people. We're looking online, and I'm getting text messages that says that people are going to stop doing the program they're doing now and do beast because uh, you won over so many people. So, thanks so much for your time, and man, like I said, I'm just honored to. Uh, have any time to spend with you and, and pick your brain a little bit. Everything that comes out is just golden. Yep. I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing you in a couple, what, 10 days now, Sagi, me and Jason. It's coming soon. It's going to be so, so much fun. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, it's kind of going home for you, isn't it, Sagi? What's that? It's kind of going back home. Yeah. Um. Finishing the circle, starting a new one. Sounds good.
That would be my uh, new information, new vision. Awesome. Cool. So, any closing words, Jeff? Um, just thank you, Sagi. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to work with us even before this call to get this thing lined up. And um, anything Jason and I can do prior to Orlando, reach out to us, let us know. For sure, guys. He makes himself so available. He's on so many of the, the groups on Facebook, and uh, I know he's participated on several other team calls. And a, a man with, that has everything going on as much as he does, you know, that, that's a lot of effort. So thanks so much for being part of it. And just, folks, take take advantage of uh, the openness and all the knowledge he has to share. Well, I, w- I want to say how grateful I am, guys. Thank you. I, uh, wherever I can help, I'm always here. Sounds good. Everybody, everybody have, have a great night. night. Yep, everybody have a really good night, and we'll see everybody in Orlando, myself, Jason included. Right on. Take care, guys. Yeah, we'll, make sure to share the, we'll make sure to share the recording so a lot of people benefit live, and we'll share with several more online. Thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.